himself in the name of Jesus. You open our eyes and our hearts in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, for the past two weeks or so, we've been dealing with the general thing, God of all possibilities. And today, just briefly, um, before the drama ministers come back, we'll be looking at what I subtitle, Be Strong. Somebody say that. Be strong. Somebody say that. Be strong. Please turn your Bibles with me to Joshua chapter 1. We'll read just about um, two verses or three verses from verse 9 to 11. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. I'll just read everything from here, don't worry. Have I not commanded thee, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Somebody say amen. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go this year in the name of Jesus. Verse 10, sir. And so Joshua ordered the officers of the people. What did he order them to do? Let's read to, to do together. Go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land. The God is giving to you. Go back to that verse 11. That's what we're going to do Now, if you can get me another translation of this verse 11. He told the host, KJB here says, He told the host, He told them, Pass through the host, command the people, saying, Prepare your victuals. Prepare your victuals. Any other, any other, um, Translation for that verse. Get your supplies ready. Get your supplies ready. Get your provisions. Prepare your provisions. This is provisions. I want us to look at as many words as possible for that. Because we need to understand what God uh, uh, did for them here. What, what God is trying to tell them here. Because Please, someone should help me read Exodus 16:35. Exodus 16.35 These people have not been cooking for 40 years. They've been eating free food for 40 years. Now, one leader came and said, you should start cooking. No, imagine if that was the Nigerian president. What will, what will the Twitter and the Insta blog people say? They don't even know how to cook. The people that, that last cooked when the ones that left, it is one of them are dead. This new generation have never cooked. But God was giving their leader a pep talk. If you read Joshua chapter 1 from the beginning to that verse 9, God was trying to tell him, Brussels, Moses is dead. That dead. It's time for like we wake up and when the wake up of Kalei of Molina is telling them is go and start cooking. Why will he tell them to cook 
people that have never cooked for body, if you have a 40 year old uh, person now who has never cooked, what will you call them? I can buy a couple, I can't do what I'm So, in, in, in that context, the Israelites are I can buy guests, they, just, they never cooked. God has been giving them food for free for 40 years. Now they want to take uh, possession of the land and a leader is telling them to go and cook. Point number one. When you are going through transition, it can be quite uncomfortable. So I need to prepare your mind. When you are saying it's a year of all God of all possibilities, when those possibilities are about to start happening in your life, it can be very uncomfortable. Tell your people it can be very uncomfortable. So, despite the pep talk God had given Joshua, Moses was a tough leader to fill to fill his shoes. I saw one of my daughters uh, write on a WhatsApp. I won't mention her so that she doesn't know that I read her WhatsApp so that she doesn't even love me. That um, her mom has three degrees, and she was like, "I'm beating my daughter already because me." My mom will make sure that I have five. So, doctor, I'm not for you, but you are ready. You are ready for several or eight degrees. That's what <laughs> Now, if you have parents or mentors whose shoes are so big, you're already afraid. What's, what's, uh, uh, what's it called? What? Or what's, what, what other new thing do you want to discover? Or what, what do you want to do? Your, your mommy or your daddy has done and so Moses is someone like that. He has wanted the rest, which race do you want to pass? He has brought water from the rock. What tell me what Jonas is like you know all those people that when you say ah daddy daddy I did this yes uh, I did that when I was nine and you're like 14. <laughs> uh, daddy daddy did this what I did I'm like, okay I did that when I was 10. Ah so this was the situation Joshua found himself. And God was telling him, Bros, wake up. Stop sulking. Moses is dead. But look at this. The style of leadership of Moses cannot be used to take them to the promised land. That style is to get them out of Egypt, get them out of the wilderness. That style will not be used, usable, will not be applicable in the promised land. So I want to get your mind prepared. The style you used last year may not be applicable to what you will need to get these possibilities done this year. Somebody say amen. Amen. So they are running out of wilderness. They are about to get to the promised land. So all the lessons his predecessor taught him are no longer applicable. Now imagine this is my daughter. I've been thinking that, oh, our own daughter is about to get seven degrees. And then they cancel education, just for whatever reason, I'm just saying. They cancel education that you no longer go to university again. Maybe robots are now taking over all the jobs. 
Do you understand? So all the things that your family, your family legacy that you've been preparing, all of a sudden, that, that was the situation Joshua found himself. All the things that he saw his predecessor do can no longer maintain these people in the promised land. But God was telling him, be strong and be courageous. AKA, I've got your back. God is telling you today that he has got your back. Somebody say, God has got my back. So he says, stand up, take over the situation. Stand up and command these people. Take charge of the situation. So, and the, the first thing he said in that chapter, verse 11, Joshua 1, verse 11, that pass through the host. I mean, that's good. Go and wake them up and like teach them. You remember those of us who were uh, uh, in camp, uh, NYC camp. Go and ginger these people. Go and uh, go and ginger these people up. That's good. What he said? Get your victuals. Go and cook. Why will God tell the Akebajes who have never cooked for forty years to go and cook? <laughs> what is the significance? Of that. Now, another lesson there, briefly, is that these guys have been used to a routine. The routine in their life is to wake up, find food, food is already there for them, and things are about to change. Sadly, anything can become a routine. Anything in our lives that we've been doing can become a routine. But the truth is, the closer they were getting to the promise, the lesser the provision was become. The closer they were getting to the promise, provision was about to cease. Please write this down. Provision is how God sustains you. While you are waiting for the promise, provision is what God gives you in the moment of waiting for the promise. The mistake a number of us do is that we build tents inside the, inside provision in the, in the moment of transition. We forget that there is actually provision encompassed in the promise. Imagine if the children of Israel were some of our prayer. Uh, contractors now. Ah, Whereas they are going to the land flowing with milk and honey, but they would have been praying that the manna should not cease. Some of us are praying that manna should not cease. And we are staying in wilderness. Rather than take control and get onto the promised land. We are so scared of losing the free free bees, like like the like the street slang says that I will be wrong with it. Some of us we are so scared of losing our wolf. We want that our by fire by force. But in this year of all possibilities, while you are trusting God for that possibility, He's saying that those things that you that you've been enjoying as free bees. And it looks like it's finishing. And for God, this is what you promised me. What is telling me is that you are getting closer to the promised land that encompasses milk and honey. 
You are getting another, you are getting matured. Praise the Lord. So they've been hearing about this Canaan land, this promised land. And I want to tell you, everyone here has a promised land. Everyone here has what the Lord has been telling you. He has sent people to tell you this is what's going to happen. Everyone here has something God has promised you and you are earnestly waiting for. The closer you get to that promise, provisions may cease. But the issue is that we are all human beings. When provision ceases, what happens? We start panicking. I, I saw a skit online uh, sometimes ago, uh, and that guy was like, uh, was praying, and like, God, I want to know you, I want to know you, I want to know you as Jehovah Jireh, I want to know you as Jehovah Rapha, ah, Lord, I want to know you, all those kind of prayers to pray. <coughs> God now said, okay, angel, is this serious? Yes, it's serious, sir. Okay, let him know me as the one who provides. Take away his job. Yes, sir. He lost his job. What did he get? Oh God, why? Oh, why did the angel? Why did the devil attack me this much? I'm not gonna ah. My boss, he wanted to know me as the one who I wanted to know me as the one who can provide for you. That's why I'm not having a job. When we get to you know when when the things that you have been counting on on when it stops when provision stops the natural thing to do is to panic. The natural thing to do is to panic. The manna ceased, their countenance dropped. But what did God tell Joshua in the midst? Be strong. And this is when strength counts. I don't need you to be strong when everything is going on well. Do you understand? Anybody can quote faith and, be, and have faith and do things when all the boxes are being ticked. The places that need you to be strong is when all hopes fall. And I, I came here to announce to you that every setback you've ever experienced is a setup for a comeback. Everything that the devil called they've taken away from you and you've been panicking about is a setup for a comeback. I'm telling you today, this is not a time to throw a pity party. So, I want us to remember as we conclude that provision is not promise. Provision is not promise. If you fall in love with manna, you will miss the promised land. If you fall in love with that which is transit, translation is in transit, you will miss the permanence. And why? <coughs> why will God, after thousands of years, still ensure that these same Israelites got that land back? It is not beans. Imagine if they've settled for manna. Stop settling for manna. You're about to enter your promised land, and if the devil is trying to shake your feet, tell him God has told me to be strong. Hallelujah. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. God has sent you a bridge to cross over. 
don't build houses on that bridge. A bridge is meant to connect a piece of land to another piece of land. That where you are going is greater than the things that the devil thinks you have lost. And some of us, we throw pity parties, we start thinking that God doesn't love us. But what does, I want to tell you today, God has sent you to you to be strong and be courageous. Although there are three things in that verse, time will not us to look at them. Pass, prepare, and possess. Maybe some other time we'll look at that. But this evening, I want, us to, I want you to tell God that you trust Him in the moment of transition. Even though it doesn't look like it. Even though things are about to change and your heart is panicking. Even though things are about to change physically and your heart is panicking. Someone is, everybody is giving testimonies and you're not looking at it as if something is, is turning the other way around. You are in panic. But God has sent me to tell you to be strong. Say, Father, increase my strength in the name of Jesus. I trust what you are doing in my life. I trust the transition period. Increase my faith. Increase my courage in the name of Jesus. Let's begin to pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I need to be strong. 